Blog Talk Radio.
like I said, I am your minister, for, your host for tonight, Minister Sylvia Kaiser. Our speakers is Mother Tony Montgomery and her husband, Rod Montgomery, Elder Rod Montgomery, and they will be educating us, giving us a lesson about what God says concerning family. So um, I'm going to check to see uh, Mother Tony and uh, Elder Ryan, are you on the line? Okay, we can check to see. I didn't hear anything from them to say if they were on the line. So what we're going to do is just talk about what I know God wants family to do. God wants family to stand in the gap for one another. God wants family to be there for one another. You all excuse me, I'm typing in something on Facebook because, like I say, I had it all typed up on my cell phone to do Facebook Live, but the uh, enemy of our soul wouldn't let it go through. So what I'm doing now is typing it in on the screen. Um, Mother Tony says we're we are on the line. So um, Mother Tony, are you able to speak up? Because I can't hear you. Um, my phone isn't on mute. It's turned up. Uh, I don't think Apostle Lex has anyone on mute. And uh, check your phone line to make sure you're not on. She said she's talking, but I can't hear her. So we're just going to pray right now. No, Mother Tony, I cannot hear you. Um, Check your mute button. So what we're going to do is just um, pray right now that God have his way, God open the lines, and God just let the voice of the man and woman of God come through. And uh, we're going to just trust God that the service will go forth That with his, with um, what he has planned. Because I tell you, whenever it's an awesome word, the enemy of our soul does this trick. He tries to all the time. But we know God. We trust God. And we trust God that... Uh, I'm muted, so... I can, who is that? Is that you, Mother Tony? Hello? Yes, Hello? can you hear me? Yes, Hello? I can hear you now. I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, okay praise God, praise God. Prayer works, prayer works. So what we're going to do, we're going to go right into the Word. We're going to allow you and uh, Elder Ron to have your way, and we're going to just touch and agree with the Word coming through tonight and uh, people getting free. Okay, it's in your hands. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. We're going to open with prayer, Ron. You're going to open us with prayer? Heavenly Father, we come before you, Lord, just to thank you. Thank you for being with us this evening. Lord, yes. we pray that you instill in us the Holy Spirit to come out and teach this lesson tonight, oh Lord. We pray that you instill the Holy Spirit of those who are listening tonight because they too will be participating in this lesson, Lord. And we ask that you just bless the words that you urge us and are urging us to come out. And uh, we just ask that you bless those who are participating in this tonight, too. We ask and give thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, what you got in store for tonight, don't you? Well, we're going to to really talk about a a few marriage hacks for 2023, how to get our marriage, our family, our relationships um, tuned up so we can live 2023 with uh, uh, with, with crisis direction. That's what we're going to talk about tonight, Ron. Okay, now I mentioned that we want everybody to participate, right? Right, yeah. So I need everybody to pull out their pencil or their pen and their piece of paper. Or as, um, what was his name? Uh, Pastor Newman. 
Did you say to get out your your scribe and implement? (laughs) (laughs) And you're going to need a sheet of paper. Hopefully it's got lines on it because I want you to make a list. Okay, so get it out, get it out. I got mine. As Tony mentioned, uh, we're going to be going over some, some marriage hacks. But these hacks are also applicable in our relationships with our other members of our family and with our friends, too. So this is what we want you to, to interpret the, um, the application of them through what we talk about as it applies to marriage. And uh, so here are the things. Here's a list of things that I want you to look at. You're going to pick one thing from this list, and you're going to talk about it at the end of the uh, – So these are ways to, to love? Mm-hmm. Okay. So at the top of your page, you're going to write 10 ways to love. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, if you're having trouble with this, get one of your school kids, uh, one of the school children in the house, and they know how to write these lists. <laughs> they lose it every day in school. <laughs> and this is something that it wouldn't be a bad idea to keep in their notebooks because uh, this is something that they'll be able to use on a regular basis. So you're going to start off and listen to be 10 ways to love, and then just write in a column. Um, uh, in each line, write one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You're going to be writing ten sentences. Okay, we're going to do this real quick. You got that one, two, three, ten written? Okay, on line one, you're going to write the word listen. L i s t e n. Line two, you're going to write share. S h a r e. Three is speak, S-P-E-A-K. Line four is enjoy, E-N-J-O-Y. Five is give, G-I-V-E. Six is trust, T-R-U-S-T. And I'm not even going to tell you how to, uh, number seven is pray. I'm not going to tell you how to spell that. <laughs> you might have to. <laughs> <laughs> we're, going to we're going to review these again right quick, but Tony's only giving me two minutes to get this uh, done. Yeah. Um, number eight is forgive, F-O-R-G-I-V-E. And number nine is answer, A-N-S. W E R and ten is promise. Now next, so each one of those words you're going to write without. Okay, so write uh, number one. You're going to write listen without. Okay, all right. Now you see what kind of space without takes up. Each one of those is going to be without. So uh, skip that space in the next one so that you can write. Um, I mean, um, I'm sorry. You're going to listen without interrupting. Did I get 10? Did I say promise? Okay. Listen without interrupting. Okay, so in share, skip that without space so that you can write that in there later because I'm going to give you the word that follows without. Share without pretending. Number three is speak without accusing. Four is enjoy without complaint. Do I have to spell E C O M P L E I N T? Y'all got the third graders up there to help you with this. <laughs> the school kids can do this. They can do this real easy. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. Give number five uh, is give without sparing. Mm. Sparing only has one R in it. S P A R I N G. Mm-hmm. Want to make sure you do that because you two are the sparring. Sparring. And and then we don't need none of that. We, we got enough of that. We don't need any of that. Uh, number six is trust without wavering. W a b e r i n g. And everybody knows we do without praise. Pray without. Pray without ceasing. Yeah, y'all know that one. Boy. Pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. And then. Forgive without punishing. P U N I S H I N G. And then answer without arguing. That's number nine. Answer without 
arguing, A-R-G-U-I-N-G, and promise about forgetting. I'm going to spell forgetting phonetically. Fakta, Oscar, Romeo, Golf, Echo, Tango, Tango, India, November, Golf, forgetting, F-O-R-G-E-T-T-I-N-G. Okay, everybody got that? Listen without interrupting, share without pretending, speak without accusing, enjoy without complaint, give without sparing, sparring. Sparing. Sparing. <laughs> give without sparing, trust without wavering, pray without ceasing, forgive without punishing, answer without arguing, promise without forgetting. Okay, at the end of the lesson, you're going to come online and uh, volunteer to pick one of those. Now, the first one to pick one, uh, they get to pick of all ten of them. The one after that, you have to pick from the nine and the left. <laughs> and we'll do that until we get all ten back. But right now, Tony's going to take us into the lesson for the night. And we're talking about our hat. Our hat. So God designed, God designed for our life and our marriages that we would have abundant life. And it would be reflected in our marriages and in our relationships. February is quickly approaching. Y'all know what happens in February. And all the advertisements have already started sending out messages that will give us, uh, that gives us, for us to give our loved ones something special for Valentine's Day. To show that they love. We would like to share a few marriage hacks that will go beyond the month of February. All right. So in today's world, people and social media offer hacks to everyday common life issues. Tonight, we'd like to offer you a few of those hacks that you would have a more abundant and satisfying marital relationship. So first, let's define hacks so y'all know what I'm talking about because you might be thinking, it, 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 she's talking about hacking, getting into somebody's computer, destroying stuff. And Marion Webster's definition defines a hack as a usually simple and clever tip or technique for accomplishing some familiar task more easily and effectively. So life hacks, as they are known, are all about eliminating life's manifold frustrations in simple and deliciously clever ways. Mm-hmm. So here are a few hacks that we would like to share with you about marriage. We want to start with pray. He said, that's not a hack. Yes, it is. Because we're going to say pray for yourself. The only person that you get to affect in a marriage is you. Or even in a relationship, it's you. You don't get to control that other person. So you pray for yourself. You submit to God so you will be able to uh, to have the, that you would have the right attitude to love and appreciate your spouse. Submit yourself then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Humble yourself before the Lord, and he will lift you up, James 4, 7 through 8 and 10. We must seek to know God and pray to be the best person for our spouse because without us being the best person for our spouse, we don't really bring what God has intended for us to the table. Our second hack says, listen. Listen for your spouse's bid for attention. My dear brothers and sisters, take note for this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry. That's James. James uh, is uh, notorious for helping us get focused on what will bring health to the life of another and to the body of Christ. So we want to make our spouse feel as though they've been heard. The same thing with a friend or 
or a relationship, you want someone to know that you have listened to them. So you're gonna you're gonna listen and then it'll give you an opportunity to build your spouse up. Our our third hack for this evening is to encourage. Simple and show interest in your own your your spouse's world. What are some of the things that they like to do? You don't want you to ask them questions. Show some interest. It might be a sports, you know, it might be a football game. Not my best thing, but I will watch. I even figure out some of the plays because <laughs> I listen to my husband enough. Or cooking, you know, you you, you might uh, listen. You or or, but you know. The scripture really tells us to be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love. Ephesians 4 and 2 really encourages us to think about our our spouse's interests. We have to believe believe in the good of our spouse. We want to really encourage them, right? We want. I want to encourage you. Sometimes I want to hit you in your eye, but that's not going to get the. That's not going to solve the problem. So. Well, I'm not going to encourage you. <laughs> but I uh, want to encourage you. Uh, the next task is to serve. And let us con- consider how we may spur our one another on towards love and good deeds. Hebrews 10 and 24. I want you to make it your business to outserve your spouse. Do mm. small little things, like buying their favorite fruit or nuts and bringing it to them. Candy bar. No candy bar. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get my husband to think healthy. I'm just like, you know. Now, I'll fix him some chicken and dumplings because that's his favorite meal. But I, nothing big. Sometimes something small. And, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 really to to just serve our spouse. We have a minister at our church. His name is Pastor Bobby, and Pastor Bobby always tells us that he's gonna outserve Lady Glory. And he and he's a faithful. He's faithful to that. So to serve your spouse. Serve your children, serve your friends in your relationship. How do you serve so you can spur that other person on to love and good deeds? Our next hack is to love. Mm. You say, now, that ain't hard. Yes, it so is. there's a saying. What's that saying, Ron? Happy what? Happy wife. Uh-huh. Happy life. Yeah. Hallelujah. You know, to the man. That's right. But uh, you know you got to look at what what applies to the woman uh-huh. and your best life plan uh-huh. is to make him a uh, happy man. man. Okay, okay. <laughs> and so I also say with that, a healthy body gives you healthy sex gives you a healthy sex life. So that means that you have to take care of yourself. You have to visit the doctor on a regular basis. You have to keep your weight in normal range. You have to exercise so you can keep up with your your uh, your spouse. You know, you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, so we have to be free. But do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. I mean, we can't eat everything and do everything and think we're going to be healthy. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. Galatians five and thirteen. Practice being grateful. Can you do this one? Yes. Okay. So what's the next one, Ron? The next one is to live. Live. And this really typifies how important we are to God. Mm-hmm. Now, you listen to the serious speech, uh, 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 scriptures uh-huh. um, from <clears throat> uh, the Paul wrote this letter to the church at Ephesus. Uh-huh. And Ephesians 1, 3 says, referring to God being I have been, uh, I'm sorry, I, I have been blessed with every spiritual blessing. 
Okay. So this is him claiming that he's been blessed by God with every spiritual blessing. Ephesians 1 3. Ephesians 1 4 says, I was chosen. Uh huh. And who was he chosen by? By God. By God before the creation of the world. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't no haphazard thing. No. no. You are not a haphazard thing. Uh-huh. You didn't jump happy. Mm-hmm. You were chosen yeah. before, before the creation of the world. Now, there is some discussion about how old the world is, uh-huh. but we won't get into that. No, not tonight. No, okay, but uh, that was a long time ago, uh-huh. long before you were born, Yes. before your grandmother was born. Uh-huh. And we could string together a bunch of great greats, uh-huh. and it was before that. But you were chosen way back then, before the creation of the world. Ephesians 1-7 goes on to say, I've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus. And we know that Jesus, in the, God in the form of Jesus, came to earth and it was predicted all the way through the Old Testament right. down into the New Testament. This was something that was planned for. Yeah. All the contingency that would happen to the civilization of man, mm-hmm. the promulgation of all the nations rising and falling, you were chosen My God. to be redeemed by the blood of Jesus. Uh-huh. And in Ephesians 2, 5, 7, I have been made alive with Christ. If Christ came up our life, then we have to live it. We have to live it. Declare your identity in Christ yes. and live your life. Yes, that's and that's, one, that's a hack that says that once you do that, you get to build your spouse up. Mm. So you get to play. So play, play is the play. Okay. So you celebrate. I am my love, and he desires. His desire is for me. Come, my love. Let's go to the field. Let's spend the night among the henna blooms. Blossoms. Blossoms. That's a song of Solomon 7, 10, and 11. Where are them henna blossoms? Don't worry about that. We ain't going to talk about the henna blossom. Well, I haven't done some research. Okay. So what's a henna blossom? Blossom. I mean, honey. Well, I don't know what the reason was they wanted to lie about the henna blossom. Uh-huh. But it's just a a, 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 a tree or a plant. Uh-huh. Um, and it, uh, it does blossom. It has some cute little white and brown flowers on it. Uh-huh. You know? And I don't know if they want to lay amongst them. But they take the henna blossoms uh-huh. and they make an ink out of it. Okay. And uh, they can paint. Uh, uh, you, you can use the paint your body. To, okay. And I oh, mean, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it, it washes off. It washes off. Right. right, right. Uh, but uh, it may have been that they uh, were laying there blending in with nature. Because, see, these are brown people. Yes. yes. Uh, and uh, and uh, they, 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 they may have just enjoyed just laying together and blending in there. Mm. Got to watch old Solomon. He's kind of blue. uh, Well, in this particular book, they were talking about being intimate with Mm -hmm. each other. And one of the things that they talk about in relationships and marriages is that to really enhance that relationship, you need to have that intimacy. And intimacy does not always talk about sex. It's that for you to enjoy your spouse, you just need to touch your spouse. To be in their presence, to enjoy them, to play in their hair, just to be next to them, to be held. All of those, that's part of play. You also want to uh, celebrate. You want to, uh, oh, what did I, I drop that off? Well, wait a okay. now, don't forget that part about how you start your day. So you start your day, but that, that's the next. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you start your day off right, mm-hmm. and you start your day off with prayer, and then you fill it with the kiss. My husband is trying to get a kiss now, y'all. Fill <laughs> <laughs> it, fill it. <laughs> God, he always, he always trying to get a kiss. But greet one another with a kiss of love. Peace to all of you who are in Christ. 
So even though uh, Peter there was talking about the body of Christ, but how much more is it when you live your life and you identify with Christ that your spouse is that person that you can love? So it is important that you take time to love and care for one another. And I always say it's hard to cuss somebody that you kiss. <laughs> so it. it is so important that you spend time knowing that person and spending time with that person. Take a spontaneous trip for two. Spend some quality time together. You can mm. watch a movie you, that your spouse might like. My husband is really good at this. He will watch he'll watch movies. I'm I'm working and he he takes time to watch through the movies and say, you know, babe, let's have a Friday night date and I found a movie I know you would really love. And he is always on target. Now there was one movie we watched and we both thought that was not working. <laughs> so we turned it off, yeah. <laughs> Normally, he not in the grand. Had, yeah, not too many of them. So, <laughs> but but, but like, he just watched the perfect, the perfect stranger. So it's oh, but that's that's a good one. That's a real good. One. Yeah, that's, that's a real good. One. One. You that's know, a perfect stranger. So that was a really good movie to watch together. And so he will find movies that are are movies of genre that I like. Now, I'm guilty because I don't always find the movies that he likes because I don't want to shoot them up and to bang them up and to kill them up. Oh, but, but, no, you don't show them, but those are the movies that you would like. And so, but let's just spend some quality time together. It's so important. And then our last hack is like we began with our first hack is to pray. We cannot say that enough. So you should always thank God for your spouse. Mm-hmm. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you will be healed. Mm -hmm. The prayers of a righteous person is powerful and effective, James 5 and 18. Y'all, many times our relationships are broken because we don't stop and pray for our spouse. We need to take time. And then we confess. Sometimes they get on our nerves. We need to confess our sins. And then we need to pray for one another so we may be healed. Sometimes we are broken in our body. Sometimes we're carrying around sickness in our body because we will not forgive and and pray for one another. So we have power. There's power in our tongue. What we say is so important. So those are our hacks. So let me go over them one more time, and then I'm turning it back over to my husband. Pray for yourself is the first hack. Listen for your spouse's bid for uh, attention. Encourage, encourage and show interest in your spouse's world. Serve and, and outserve your spouse. Love. Remember, a happy wife. Is a happy life. And how did you say the other part? A happy husband. <laughs> Your best life plan. Your best life plan. Make him a, a happy man. There you go. <laughs> live. Declare your identity in Christ so you can live life out loud. They talk about living out loud now when people are coming out of the closet. We need to come on out the closet and live so our spouse can see Christ in us. Play and celebrate. Remember to start your day off right. You pray and then you fill it with the kids. Mm-hmm. And then pray. You should always thank God for your spouse. Those are our marriage hats for 2023. Okay? The prayer of a righteous person uh-huh. is powerful and effective. effective. That's James 5.18. I call James uh-huh. the Proverbs of the New Testament. Okay. 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 Okay, everybody. You got your homework ready? Ten ways to love. One, listen without interrupting. Two, share without pretending. Three, speak without accusing. Four, enjoy without complaint. Five, give without sparing. Six, trust without wavering. Seven, pray without ceasing. 
Eight, forgive without punishing. Nine, answer without arguing. Ten, promise without forgetting. Who's going to be the first one to comment on one of those? So we're going to ask them to open up the phone line. Uh, if you would please unmute the phone line so those that are listening can speak. Now, if you are not speaking, remember, keep your phone on mute so we don't have all of the background noise. Okay, who's first? Speak up. Participate. Okay, this is Cecilia. I'm surprised no one's saying anything. Yeah. So You're going to have me talk something before I say something? Yeah. Well, please say something before I say something, someone. I'm going to say something since I was trying to wait by being the host of the <laughs> service. I was trying to wait to give others a chance to speak. But I'm going to say number eight, forgive without punishing. Mm. Because, you know, a lot of times <clears throat> we want to remind them what they did, what they didn't do, uh-huh. what they said, what they didn't say. Uh, like in other words, we want to put on that uh, Jada Pickett spirit and say, ain't yeah. you going to defend me? Then when they do, why you do that? Uh-huh. You know, they can't win from losing. So <laughs> we got to learn how to Forgive without punishing. When they say, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, your mouth put you in that, your actions put you in that," you get out of it. <laughs> Come on. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, that's powerful. Uh, and and so, so often that happens. Um, people mistake uh, punishment for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, you did it, didn't you? Yeah. Well, this is what's going to happen to you. You know. Um, and God is not like that. Oh, no. That's not, that's not yeah. the way God operates, you know. He lets you deal with consequences, but he offers forgiveness, and you're free to continue on with your life. Yeah. Oh, you know, because right. we have that attitude, like that old song say, you thought you got away, not dink. Teach this. So is it anyone else, like the mother... And Elder Ron says that anyone else that want to speak up, y'all tell all yourself, be transparent. Mm-hmm. That's how we grow. Just comment on these. Because, mm-hmm. you know, these are speak up. speak up for a that's friend, it. as we say. Not, not for me, just for a friend. That's my friend. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and my friend. Well, Miss Cecilia, I'm back. Is it anyone want to say something before me? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I'm just going to go ahead because for me, um, my husband is Jesus, and it's scriptural. So for me, trying to outserve him is uh, something that's impossible, but I still try to do it. Trying to outlove him is something impossible, but I still try to do it. Everything about Jesus is something that I could never, ever, ever outdo, but it is still a goal of mine. And the reason why is I recently someone said to me, they said, well, who are you dating? Who are you with? Who are you in a relationship with? You've been single a long time. I said, no, you need to stay out of my business. I'm not single, and I do have a husband, and you know him. And they're they're still trying to figure out who my husband is, and it's amazing to me that they don't know as a single woman who my husband is. And so for me, it's just a matter of just trying to – Realize and remember that my job is to emulate Christ and to love him and to pray without ceasing because that's the only way that I can talk to him except for when I'm praising and worshiping him. And so my husband is Jesus, and he um, 
He's awesome. I mean, words can't describe him. I, I mean, I brag on him and tell him he's irreplaceable all the time. I don't um, naturally kiss him, but I kiss him all the time when I'm praising him, when I'm worshiping yeah. him. Yeah. I'm intimate with him all the time, and so I can go on and on, but I won't. I love my husband, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's rich. That's rich. Well, good evening, Saints. This is um, Minister Margo. I'd like to thank God for um, Team Montgomery. They always bring uh, us a challenge. And um, I just like to say I know all of this, of course. They are focusing this on marriage, but I I think that this is also all of these ways of loving because we know there are different kinds of love, different levels of love, Mm -hmm. but these are so important in friendship, in Mm -hmm. friendship and kinship. Uh, You think about trying to develop relationships with siblings, which... uh, can be difficult as you continue on down these roads of life. Uh, you change, you go through seasons, you pull sometimes apart away from each other. All of these things can be so applied to those relationships, to yes. friendship, and how important friendship is to your development as a Christian and as mm-hmm. an individual that to be a friend you must show yourself friendly all of all of these hacks all of these ways of love are ways to truly be a friend and you know as as Cecilia was saying Jesus is her husband he is also our best friend and Mm -hmm. as we exemplify him in our relationships, it should be in all of our relationships because mm. he wants that kind of balance for us. He wants that kind of of joy and freedom for us. And so all of these things can be so applied to our relationships across the board. So mm-hmm. I, I like to thank God for these uh, hacks and, and for the scriptures that you gave to go with them as I will be looking at them as I go through my week. Thank you again for challenging us to love in the way in which God would have us to love. God bless you. Amen. Thank you, you Margo. Thank you. Margo, pick one of these. Pick them all. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was checking them off as we got through them. Anybody else? Well, we'll take a, <clears throat> a few of these ourselves. I'm going to start with listening uh, without interrupting. <clears throat> now, the beginning and the end of these sentences are antitheses of each other. In other words, interrupting is the antithesis of listening. In other words, you can't listen and interrupt somebody. Same thing. Same. Exactly. So, I mean, by the virtue of the fact that you interrupted them, you're not listening to what they said. And a lot of times uh, we get listening mixed up with hearing. Uh-huh. You know? What do you mean by that? So we hear something and respond to what we hear mm-hmm. before we listen to it. And it's full context of what the meaning of it is. Sometimes we'll just interrupt somebody and respond just to what that part right, of it that right. we think it is. Yeah. So listening implies that you understand what they're saying. You're listening to the entire thought. You're uh, just uh, molding it over in your head and your heart and making a good response to it. So you're not you're not listening uh, to get your point across. You're listening to hear what they have to say. Or understanding. Or understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Because the whole object of it is to um, to be able to respond in a in a, in a loving 
matter. That's right. Okay. All right. So let's listen. Listen without interrupting. Listen to the whole thing. Okay. What I would is like to say Can I say something? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, Margot said friendship. Mm-hmm. I said forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You said uh, listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apostle also said about serving. I want to say, right. uh, what about uh, we? We got to look at it because your list and uh, Mother Tony's list both have prayer on it. Well, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know we have to look at the timing of prayer. A lot of us yep. uh, want to pray after fact. I don't want to say mm. after. <laughs> we want to say we're going to pray after fact. After the mm-hmm. fact, I, I got married before I prayed about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. After the fact that I'm in this marriage now, I think I and I know I need to pray about it. Mm-hmm. After the fact, I did something to say what's good for the gander is good for the goose. After the mm-hmm. fact. Mm-hmm. After the fact. My mind. Yeah. Not, not mm-hmm. after the fact. After fact. <laughs> we gonna leave the girl out. After fact, see, when we when we when we get in there, we have to speak some old old language. After fact, mm. see, you should have prayed before the marriage. Yeah, you should have prayed in the marriage. And when it goes mm. back to forgiving without punishing, and it goes mm. back to the, also the promise without forgetting, we we right. forgot that. Uh, did we dot our every i cross every t? to keep him from doing what he did to make us say what's right. good for the gander is good for the goose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to say that about when it comes for prayer. It's yes. our timing that's the most important part with prayer. Before mm-hmm. you get the after effect, go into before. Before the issue, pray. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amen. Amen. Pray doing. Before and after. And after. Mm-hmm. 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 Boy, that speaks that speaks volumes right there. It does. Because a lot of times, if we would stop and pray, God yes. would have stopped us before we got started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I can remember a young lady at our church. Um, she wanted to be married so bad. And she worked in the fellowship ministry. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was going to pre, uh, uh, premarital counseling. And as the pastor was leading them, he told her, he said, this is not the one for you. And she just fell out. She was upset, fell out. But you know what? She was obedient. She did not marry that man. Praise God. Then later on, she met this fella that she's married to now. And it was just uh just a it was a match it was that match made in heaven. You know? Yeah. And she and she talked about how God uh had their uh path across and how because both of them stopped and prayed that uh it has made a uh, a better marriage. Now there are no perfect marriages. No, it's not. There's no perfect relationship. Nope. No, no. Don't look at me like that. There ain't no perfect marriage. Including now. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Marriage yeah. is like a job. You got overtime, no sick days, no call off, no vacation. No it's, vacation. It's overtime yeah. all the time. Even when you're not together, you're putting in overtime. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's a, it, and, and that makes it a covenant and not. A contract, a contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. because you're committed to life. You're committed to it for life. A lifetime, no cut. And so that's where uh, I'm going to pick up to give. Give yeah. without sparing. Mm-hmm. And so, and sometimes to give allows us to really know how God loves us, because He's constantly giving us, regardless of all the things that we do. And so as we consider that, and it's like um, um, 
Cecilia shared with us, she's in a relationship with the perfect man. Yeah. But that's not our case. <laughs> and so uh, we have, uh, you know, we have those human issues that we have to deal with. But we get to give. And as we give to our, give to our spouse, the Lord puts back into us. As we give and we pour into them, he pours back into us. So he's, he's holding our feet to the fire that we will give without sparing. We will give. And not try to make it one-to-one or, or like you say, tit for tat. We, we won't do that. We give. We give 100%. We might give 125%. Sometimes we have to get 200%. We have to make up for what they don't give. Well, we, we just give, and we mm-hmm. don't try to compete or, or try to make up. We give until we can see that they understand what Christ looks like. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. You know, mm-hmm. another one I would like to talk about is growth, growth together. Early mm-hmm. You all said pick something that the other one enjoy, but you got to also uh-huh. pick up something that uh-huh. you know will set the other one off. Like, for example, right. Dan's pet peeve is he acts a certain way if he don't eat when he's hungry. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I have to sit back and say, I, I used to say, well, I don't know why he acted like Then I had to learn, oh, he hungry. Because uh-huh. I had to uh-huh. think about myself. How do I act when yeah. I get home? I'm hard to get along uh-huh. with. I can't uh-huh. understand because as a kid say, my stomach is talking to my back. So oh, when, Lord. when we learn to grow together, we yeah. learn the other one's pet peeve. Don't you yeah. know? We, we got to learn how to stop making it all about me, myself, and I. Mm. So and move keep out other people. Yeah. Yeah. And let other people would make their remarks, but you know how to stay in your place. Be like, uh, uh-uh. uh, this my package. This how they say this my package deal. This my happy meal. This my combo sandwich <laughs> that I ordered. My super size. I know how to treat it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I once had to tell somebody, stay out my business, <laughs> because we're learning how to grow. As I learn, yeah. you you learn me. Amen. It's a give and take. It's a give and take. Well, that's so. That's what's so important about these things. Um, each one of these uh, share, speak, enjoy, give, trust, pray, forgive, answer, promise. I think number nine, answer without arguing, is so very important because a lot of times, it isn't what you say; it's how you say it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because listen to the difference in this. Tony would ask me a question, have you taken out the garbage? Now, that's a perfectly innocuous question, right? Yeah. Depending on how I, I answer it depends on how it's taken mm-hmm. or even how I give it. I could say, yeah, I took out the garbage. Or I could right. say, yeah, right. I took out the garbage. Right. Exact same word. Right. But do you see the yes, difference that they make? Uh-huh. It's the tone. It's the tone. Mm-hmm. I mean, the communication is completely different. I mean, you can almost hear, yeah, what you going to do about it? You got something to say? It's almost the uh, thing that follows up that, yeah, I took out the garbage. What do yeah. you think? I didn't do it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. yeah. Answer without arguing. Oh, boy. Hey, you know, it's getting late. Yes, we're going to And I think our time is about up. We thank you so much for this forum today. And it's in your hands. We're turning it back over into your hands. Well, I thank God for on tonight. Uh, A couple of things we didn't get a chance to speak on. It was about sharing, speak. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, we can't pretend when we when we share with one another. You can't act like it's right. a big apple when it's, when it's a little bit great. You, you got to mm-hmm. know how to speak without accusing. If, if you're not for mm-hmm. sure about something, ask and say, no, I wasn't accusing you of it. I was asking because I didn't know. We didn't get mm-hmm. a chance to talk about trust. If I married right. you, I bore kids with you, I live with you, I have to trust you. 
Mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I can't live without trusting you in this situation because now, if I can't trust what's behind the closed doors, because we know the world says mm-hmm. we don't know what goes on Come behind on. those closed doors. How am I going to get through this situation with you? That's right. We're going to talk you. about mm-hmm. the promise. How you promised me you was going to love me to death, do me part. Don't act like you forgot. Mm-hmm. And if they Mama. did forget, if they did forget, you can remind them. But pray before you try to remind. Pray. Them. Amen. Pray before Amen. you try and to you remind. Know, I like to Go say this about that promise. The best way to respond to that is by your behavior. Yeah. Here is the covenantal behavior that um, that you should display. Just display it. Don't say anything. Right, right, right. Just do it. That's it. Be that's that it. Person. Be the one it's that okay. Mm-hmm. Right. It's okay mm-hmm. to say, baby, I forgot. Honey, I forgot. I'm yeah. sorry. I'll take care mm-hmm. of it now, but I forgot. But that, that's part of love. When, when you that's love right. somebody, oh, yeah. you can be honest with them. Mm-hmm. You, 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 like, uh, what, what did you say, Ron? A happy man, what? A happy man, oh, I have uh, a happy man. The, the, the best thing is to make him a happy man. That's it. And, and if you yeah. if you make him a happy man, you're going to walk around with a smile on your face all the time. Do you know what Come it's on. like when a person can have make their husband, a, a fiancé, a spouse love them so much, where they, they say, I don't want nobody touching your feet. I'll give you a pedicure. See, okay. a lot of guys don't understand that. We talk about touching. And it always it ain't mm-hmm. sexual intimacy. When a man touches right. your feet. Do you know what can happen to you if a person rub your foot in a certain place? My, mm. my, my. My, 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 my. Come on, my, now. My, 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 my. I'm telling you. We talked about Damn enjoying man. each other, playing with each other, celebrating each other, and filling it with a kiss. Yes. Yes. And then after all Amen. of that, you pray and you give God thanks yes. for what he has given you. The word of God said, a man that finds a wife finds a good thing in the favor of the Lord. But he also, if you read in the word, and you read between the words, it says, a woman that finds a husband shall not go with the want. Amen. See, a lot of times we don't understand that. You don't need, you don't Mm -hmm. want your light bill paid. (laughs) You don't want your gas bill paid. You don't want a car to ride in. You don't go with wanting something in your house, house to eat. I tell anybody when they say, girl, you you didn't gain weight. See, y'all don't understand. It ain't I gained weight. I got happy. <laughs> I'm not in the house I want to eat. I have all I can eat and some. And, you know, all we have to do is just say, God, I thank you for yes. everything. Yes. I even thank everything. you for, as Minister Margot said, I, I thank you for even Team Montgomery that mm-hmm. has enough love for us that what God has put in them and showed them and showed them how to maneuver around, to get around, and to love each other through. Like they said, no yeah. marriage purpose not even there. Could you mm-hmm. imagine how much this man and woman of God has been through together as a husband and wife mm-hmm. over 40-some years? Now, before they was a mm-hmm. husband and wife, they had to be a girlfriend, boyfriend. Then they had to be some honeymoon. <laughs> then they yeah. had to be the first-time parents. Then they had to come yeah. into let's raise this family. Then they had to come into when the kids got out the house. Now, baby, what do we do? The, the nest is empty. Mm-hmm. See, you got to understand, marriage has a different cycles. Oh, yeah. It has different mm-hmm. levels. It has different atmospheres. You go mm-hmm. from the beginning, from the honeymoon, from the beginning to the honeymoon, to the family, to after the family gone, now what do we do? Now, right. now what do we do? See, some of y'all getting information for the beforehand, instead of the after fact. You getting information beforehand, so don't take these ser- these services for granted, and don't take these services that they just ain't got nothing to do. See, they they sharing ministry, everything they yeah. doing. Just that's what it is. God is first, and the next thing it is is about God's business. And they're taking the time out to give us God's business about his people, the love for his people. If you can't, if you can't love your spouse, something wrong, because you don't understand both of you all are a gift from God to each other. 
Then the, then the mother tell us tonight, the man of God told her, that man ain't for you. And she fell mm-hmm. out, but yeah. she obeyed. She followed instructions, mm-hmm. and look what happened. She messed around here, y'all, and got blessed. Oh, mm-hmm. she I'm got not. somebody to say, baby, I, I don't care about them roles, because every time I look at you, I see you as the woman you was when I first met you. Well. So you got to learn how to still be beautiful in that man's eye, no matter what it looked like now. Because, see, when he met you, he knew one day it was going to get old. Make sure you his old piece. <laughs> uh, I got to tickle myself sometimes. I thank God I'm his old piece. Come he, on. Ain't, he ain't trade this coin in for a new silver dollar. No, so I no, just want to no. thank everybody. I thank you all for joining in on tonight. I hope you all got something out of it. For those that didn't get a chance to speak on tonight, um, just meditate on what the man and woman of God has taught us mm-hmm. and shared with us. Please go back and look at this on the replay. Listen to it again in the uh, archives of Smiley, mm-hmm. Sharpening Eyes, because you're going to be blessed. Mm-hmm. Tonight it was about family, the biblical way, but the hacks of marriage. Everybody thinks it's yeah. always a capital T and a capital I. Now, sometimes it's the little things that matter. And Amen. You a cup of water that you put some ice and a straw in it. Yeah, me and I mind drinking a water with a straw or some a pop with a straw because you know why? They may have a toothache and they need to control where that liquid is. Yeah. It's the mm. little things. It's the, the little, little minor things, things that come yeah, yeah, into the word of God. The small fox destroyed the vine. Mm. Yeah, let's wake up and let's get mm. about God. Praise Thank you, God. you all again for joining in. Please come back next Monday for our fifth Monday of the month. We already at the end of the month, you all. Um, already. Uh, Reverend Lawrence Seabury will be teaching for the youth. That's the young people. So mm-hmm. uh, anybody younger than me is young people. I'm going to tell you like that. <laughs> Tune in next Monday from 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you come back this Friday, you will be able to hear Prophet Antoine Thomas speak at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 p.m. Central. I'm sorry, I had to mess up. 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you come back Sunday morning at 9:30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10:30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, you would hear Apostle Elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, Minister Margot McCor, Minister Brandon Kaiser, and Minister. Carbon uh, Merit. They will be bringing forth the word of God. This ministry mm-hmm. stands on the foundation of Scripture, Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things yes. shall be added unto you. Added unto you. This ministry and your prayer, please hold up the man and woman of God on tonight. The Montgomery team, they pour it into us, and it's time for us to pour prayers into their life. So I'm going to turn it back over to the man and woman of God to pray us out on tonight. Amen. 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 So, Lord, we love you because you are great and mighty and there's no God like you. We thank you, Lord God, for the privilege to pour into the life of your your uh, kingdom family, your, your kingdom children, God. So we thank you just for this, that you would give us the hat for uh, 2023, that we might be more effective in our marriages and in our relationships. We just thank you for what you're doing in our lives, and we just ask that you bless this ministry, that you bless the head of this ministry, the faithfulness of all those that come and, and teach. We just ask, God, that you have your way in their life. Lord, I ask that you give them abundantly above all that they can imagine and think, Lord, as they walk there, walk out their their journey this year. We just ask that you just continue to bless. These things we ask in Jesus' name, our Savior, amen. Amen. Good night, everyone. Good night.